Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to HCS Pro Talk. Your weekly Halo Esports podcast. My name is, well, actually, this is episode 178 for the week of April 11, 2021. Now, to those listening to the audio version, you may be wondering to yourself, why were there a lot of pauses there? And why didn't he just kick things off in a very energetic matter? Well, I was saving that. You see, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire, and this week I'm joined by... In the flesh... Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem! Will, how you doing on this uh, Sunday afternoon? I'm doing good, man. Wow, what an intro. What an intro. I'm surprised I didn't blow my throat out with that. <laughs> Holy shit. You're here. I'm here. Actually, this time. Like, it, like for realsies... Yeah, no hologram. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty legit, though. That was cool. It, it was so legit that the first episode we did that, people were actually, they didn't know Not if, right yeah. off the bat. You know, my head may have looked a little big, but. You know, I did get a little shit for that, but. Well, it, it, you know, it's it's camera angles, right? My camera was mounted higher than exactly. our cameras normally mounted, so it looked down, and so you see my head, you know, yeah. We did what we could. I just had to make things worth with, work with what we had. Yeah, exactly. But shout out to uh, the RTX broadcast software for really coming in clutch with the fake green screen effect. That was pretty legit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Will, it's good to have you back. Uh, we both got our first rounds of the, the COVID vaccine. Yep. You're taking it a little bit harder than I am. So um, I wish you the best of luck in recovering from that bullshit. Thank you. No problem. I, I, I hope it's over soon. <laughs> I hope so too. Um, when's your next, when's your second round? When, what date um, is that? They, the end of April? They haven't given me a call yet. Really? They said they would call me in the next week and schedule the next shot. Okay. It's a, it's a, but it's a, the, I got the Moderna vaccine and it's a month between shots. Yep. I got a Pfizer and I, I was able to schedule both at the same time. So like mine is May 1st for the second dose. Gotcha. And I've heard, as you've heard uh, that the second shot's way worse than the first. So we'll see what the fuck happens there. What is up, Justin? Welcome back to the live show. Will is actually here um, for real this time. See, I'm touching him there. I'm touching him. See, <laughs> didn't go through his face. Sorry. I keep touching you. I'm my, my, my bad. If I didn't actually know you very well, that'd be the most awkward fucking thing in the world. Yeah. I'm just touching your hat and shit. Oh my God. Oh. Um, Will, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? Yeah, what do we got? Tournament announcements and recaps. We got a good amount for you. The Halo 5 Pro Series has officially ended. Uh, we haven't had an announcement yet for what is coming in the future, if anything is coming in the future. So we don't know what's happening there. But, uh, I mean, Hey, we'll speculate. So what's next? 
Uh, MCC Season 6 is out right now. We're going to talk about this stuff that's included in there. The CDL Stage 2 Major is in full swing. There were a couple big things that happened for the Rocker, our team, um, but big things that happened across the board. We'll talk about the results so far later on in the show because it's Championship Sunday, so there'll be matches happening today that we haven't seen yet. And then we also round things out, of course, with some video games, and I also included a TV show in there because I binge-watched uh, something on Friday night because it was kind of like a refresh. I'm still behind an episode. So I won't say anything. Okay. I'm just saying like I watch, I'm just going to say that I watched it. Sure. Um, but yes, without further ado, will let's get into some competitive news before we start. Uh, Justin says I'm not projected to be eligible for it until September. Most likely did they not. So is it just, did they just open it up in the United States? Yeah. For 16 and older. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense for those who don't know. Uh, goalie sniper, Justin LaFleche is in, uh, Canada. So competitive news. The, what could have been, this is by formal and ogre Two. formal States. Random thought I had, I wanted to join phase in 2016 because their names were Zuma attach enable, and then would be formal. And then our names would spell phase. We would have had to have been godlike. So ogre Two says there was actually almost a moment where my brother and I could have teamed with Roy and lunchbox team twins is something we've always said would have been disgusting in hindsight. So again, this is like a, what, uh, what could have been moment, but man, that, that team would have been nasty. Both teams would have been nasty phases, literal phase <laughs> or, or team twins. I just wanted to include that because I thought that was really fucking cool. Uh, then tournament announcements this is by multiple. So Halo Australia, they state Halo Australia is proud to announce their third Halo three draft tournament in partnership with Tournament in divine mind as part of our ongoing MCC series. Halo three, four V four. It's hardcore Sunday, May 2nd at 12 PM Australia time. It's a E S T. What is, is it? Because it's not Australian Eastern, right? What does a E S T stand for? I will look it up. Keep Thank on you. going. Please do. Please do look it up. I'm genuinely curious. I don't want to sound like an absolute fucking moron. Um, and then for SWAT Nation, they got a couple events coming up as well. The first of which is Halo 4 EVA. Get it? I mean, you're on the right track. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Oh, so it literally is Australia Eastern. That's crazy. Okay. Well, now I know. Now I got to go down the rabbit hole. What are Australian yeah, what? time zones? <laughs> Does Australia have an Eastern, Central, and Pacific time zones? That'd be insane. So, the SWAT Nation event, Halo 4 EVA. Our next MCC event is Halo 4. Have what it takes. Sign up at the bottom of the page, included in the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. For us to make this tourney happen, we require at least one person to stream their POV on Twitch from each team. Everyone is welcome to stream. We are just asking for this one requirement so that we can appro uh, appropriately cast the tournament. When signing up, you will indicate who on your team will have a clean broadcast, minimum one per team, and agree to allow us to co-stream. Teams of four will compete for a piece of, five, of an $850 prize pool. Additional contributions to increase the prize pool are more than welcome. So again, that's a 500, oh, Jesus, $850 prize pool. First takes home 420, <laughs> lit. Second takes home 280 and third with 150. Again, prize pool can increase based off of contributions later on. What's the format? Crossplay MCC a Halo 4. It's a SWAT 
obviously, scores to 50, and it's a 4v4. When is it? The tournament will take place on Swatterday, May 8th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Registration deadline is Thursday, May 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bracket will go live immediately after. Will, what did you happen to find out? Oh, right. Time zone's currently being used in Australia. I swear to God, did they actually have the same time zone as the United States? Australian Western Standard Time. Oh, so Western. Okay. Australian Central Western Standard Time. Same as us. No, that Central Western Standard oh, Time. Oh, Central Western? Australian Central Standard Time. Okay. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Lord Howe Standard Time. Lord Howe? I don't know. Uh, that sounds like some Mulan uh, type shit. So it, it, it says Example City, and it literally says Lord Howe Island. So, <laughs> so they have their own time zone? Apparently. I'm wondering if, is that? That's insane. What in the fuck is going on? Uh, Justin says, bro, Australia isn't real. They're all paid actors. NASA's hiding something. I just know it. I heard they got some big bugs and shit in Australia. I don't know. They're not a fan. My, uh, my, one of my coworkers, whose also name is Josh. Um, shout out to you, Josh. He, uh, was born in Australia. As a matter of fact, his family lives there. So, um, don't ask him about the accent. He does have one, oh, okay. he, but, but, uh, he only uses it. In rare circumstance, Josh, I'm really sorry if you don't want me to talk about this right now. Okay, you just you just popped up in the conversation, and for what it's worth, we love your accent when you use it. Um, but no, he like he speaks like a Minnesotan. Like if you if you just talk to him straight up, you would have no idea. Like he has he has a Minnesotan accent he, because he's lived here a long time. Sure, but um, when he goes back home, uh, or like if his family visits or whatever, then it'll it'll come out. And I've got him to do it for me once. It was greatest moment, one of the greatest moments of my life, Josh. I'm not fucking kidding. Um, but shout out to you. And then the other tournament from SWAT Nation, Jack of all, uh, the Jote, the Jack of all trades tournament. It's not the goat tournament. It's the Jote tournament. And I'm not kidding. If it, it, the URL like literally ends in Jote. So yeah, like, yeah. that's what they called it. Feel like you got a spicy trio that can dabble in almost anything. Sign up your team of three for our premier SWAT Nation Dark Tourney, Jack of All Trades. Registration deadline is Thursday, April 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tournament start time is Saturday, May 1st, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The tournament will be live at twitch.tv forward slash naptimes with a Z. Prize pool is $500. First will take home $250, second with $150, and third with $100. Maps will be announced shortly. But here's where the fun part is. This is why it's the Jack of All Trades tournament. Game types are Breakout. SWAT, Snipes, and HCS Slayer, 3v3. Pre-made game type will be available in the Twitch nap times with the Z file share. So stay tuned for that. That's crazy. Isn't that a fucking weird-ass tournament layout? I love it. I love it. It reminds me of like a Roche, uh, the, the fucking GT Halo paint roll raid tournament, like without, without mini games though, you know? Like just a, yeah, a yeah. random mixture of game types just put into one. I love it. Uh, what's up, Josh? What's up, Bobetta Feta? Um, also, if you guys don't know, I just throw this in here too. Um, Bobetta Feta, shout out to you. Shout out to Blue Team Tournaments because they have their uh, Road to Infinite first qualifier for Halo Reach happening later today as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, very much looking forward to that. And if you guys don't know about that series of tournaments that are taking place, we talked about it on the previous episode, but... Oh, but says it's happening right now. So what do I always say, guys? You have these things on your computer devices. They're called tabs. You can open up another tab with the tournament on it 
and then keep our show live as well. It's on the Penn Halo channel. There you go. There it is. Josh says he turns 20 tomorrow. Happy early birthday. Um, that's what you're doing. Thank you, but I appreciate you. Greatly appreciate you. Um, but yeah, if you guys don't know about the road to infinite FFA series, that's going to be taking place. Blue team tournaments is teaming up with a bunch of other tournament organizers within the scene and they're, tur- and they're putting on tournaments, including qualifiers and like a cup at the end of the qualifiers where each mainline FPS halo game. So you have reach CE two, two anniversary, three, four, and five. And then the winners of those cups, the one winner from each of those cups will be invited to compete in the infinite tournament. That's going to be taking place. Obviously going to be at a later time when we actually know the release date and everything. Um, along with another person that's invited. So stay tuned for all that. It's going to be fucking dope. Justin says, I watch my PS4 and type on my phone. So I'm double streaming you guys all the time. Well, Justin, thank you. Get a computer. (laughs) So (laughs) I know you're going to be building one. Eventually I get it. Didn't you just get that surface though? The fuck are you doing? Um, or was that for Taylor? It might've been for Taylor. I'm, I might be stupid here. I'm sorry, Justin back on with the show. Will that's it for the competitive news. (laughs) Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. You can check out noobcombo.com for all your halo esports needs, but no merch. Still, no merch. Still, when do you think? You think it's uh, with Infinite? Ooh, I think that's the that's the the launch point. Or do you think it's like first tournament? There, so they, it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got this. Hold up a second. So Tashi, in that. HCS blog post that came out, right? Said that they're going to be creating a new YouTube channel for HCS content and whatnot. What they didn't say, what Tashi didn't say is that in, they're coming out with a new website, but they're not coming out with a new website. It's noobcombo.com. <laughs> you see, so you're no, right. Th- when Halo Infinite releases... Is this? He, a, I think this is all speculation. Oh yeah, it's 100% <laughs> speculation. When it, when, like you said, when Halo Infinite releases... Noob Combo is going to come out and officially state that they are the new home for HCS. Mm. When you go to www.hcs.com, Noob Combo is the website that pops up. It's a redirect, you see? And then on that main page, there will be a new merch line, the only merch line that they've ever had, obviously. And it's going to... What are you doing? <laughs> you're just... You're just like, he's getting too rambling. far in the weeds! Yep. I'm just um, going to get out of here. He's uh, going too far down the rabbit hole of conspiracy. Man, I don't know when the fuck his merch is going to come out, <laughs> but I want it. This is where a tinfoil hat Josh emo would be perfect. Oh, my God. Maddie, I want to buy your shit. Like, I love the noob combo shirt that you gave us, so thank you for that. It's just I'm, I would love to have more noob combo merch. Like, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my podcast evolved. You're home for Halo shirt right now. Shout out to podcast evolved, by the way. Um... And all their shows, as a matter of fact. But I want to buy your merch, Maddie. Please. And I know you're working on it. I know. 
Just got to give you shit whenever I can. But the upcoming tournaments of the week are sent to my new include today Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4, obviously. The HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4, more than likely the last one of those. The EGL and Halo and Europa Halo Halo 5 2v2 Spring Series week number one quali is happening. Brett, meow. As a matter of fact, and I think we're like at the end. I think it's I think it's like grand finals time or close to it. So I told you all about fucking tabs. Open up another one. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Europa Halo. Watch that shit. We have the Blue Team Tournament's Rainbow Road Halo Reach FFA qualifier number one. That's happening right now. Open another tab and go to twitch.tv forward slash pen Halo and watch that shit. On Monday, April 12th, we have the ESML Esports Minor League Halo 5 2021 season week one. I said this was starting last week. I lied. It's starting this week because yo rage with the nine month resub. Hey, yo, bro. Woo! Thank you, sir. Esports Minor League state. After careful consideration, the Esports Minor League will delay the official start of the league until April 12th. This decision was made to ensure the teams have the proper time to prepare and for a smooth league start for all players and fans. We look forward to giving everyone an amazing show and great competition. This is from Dewey Captain Sinclair, the ESML commissioner. So thank you very much, Dewey. Appreciate you. Funny enough, I have another co- uh, co-worker. His, that is his, that's his nickname. I don't want to give, a, I don't want to give his name up, obviously, but like, that's his nickname is Dewey. On Saturday, April 17th, Penn Halo, Halo 3, 4v4, April Draft Tournament, and the Reload Entertainment Studios Halo 5, 2v2 Slayer Tournament. And then on Sunday, April 18th, we have the LFTG Halo 5, $1,000 2v2 Finals. The qualifiers have led up to this very moment. The EGL in Europa Halo, Halo 5, 2v2 Spring Series Week number two. And... The kickoff of the Kellogg's Halo 5 Esports Arena Tournament Qualifier number one. Holy guacamole. Lots of tournaments that are happening in this space. But that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Make sure to check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. And maybe eventually at some point in time, who the fuck knows when it's going to happen? Merch. Well, without further ado, what do we got for the tournament and league recaps of the week? And before you start, see, I didn't even interrupt you this time because you haven't started yet. Before you start, I have one that I'm going to add on the end because, um, yeah, so when you're done, I'm going to add one to the end. So go ahead. Take it away, sir. All right. We'll start off with the LFTG Halo 5 1K 2v2 qualifier number four. Here's the results. In third, fourth, we had Team 1, Scariotic and Tolic. And then uh, third, fourth as well, it's Artiv, uh, which is hot, Hative in Article. Second went to Cartel, Legend and Shady, taking home 20 bucks. And first, taking home 60 bucks was Business, Septify and Frosty. Next tournament, SWAT Nation Easter Headhunt V2. In fourth place, we had uh, Blogracy, which was Adderacy, Blogall, Veronica, and Kakashi. Third went to Border Control, taking home 100 bucks. It was Ruler, Quiet, uh, Dragon, and El Halo Elite. Second went to Golden Dawn, uh, MX Mania, 
server NSG cereal and Smokey Dig taking home 150 bucks. And in first place, it was Murder, uh, Young Guns, Dallas Snipes, Bards, and Vetra taking home $250. Uh, next up, LVT Productions Money Tuesdays results. Um, from the H3 side, it was Trippy and Rain versus Ride Noob and Nikoski, or Shayle, as some people may know him. And it was a 4 1 going to Trippy and Rain. Um, we watched the series, Josh. We did. And there was times where Rynub and Nikolsky made some good plays, but, but it just it never never clicked. Never yeah. So we'll see if anyone else can step up to Trippy and Rain moving into the next Money Tuesdays. And then from the H five side on Money Tuesdays, Boobadoo and Septify took on Penguin and Stellar. So before you say what happened, uh you and Beth, I think, watched this. Yeah. Because I had two power outages, as a matter of fact. Not one, but two. Jeez. So I was going to try to come back and watch, but then the second one happened, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Um, It's funny because before this started, I asked everyone, I was like, do you think Boobadoo and Septify have a chance against Penguin and Stellar, and everyone kind of voted for Penguin and Stellar. But it went 4-1 to Boobadoo and Septify. So they they showed they have they have some moves in the in the twos department. It was I wasn't expecting that outcome because Penguin and Stellar are playing together on that Cloud9 roster during yep. the Halo 5 Pro series. So the fact I thought that their teamwork was gonna outweigh Boobo and Septifies. But it just did not. So it, it, it surprised me from that aspect because I'm like, we guys have been playing together for how long now? But hey, I guess it just didn't translate into a twos environment. Yeah, twos is a whole different thing than fours. Absolutely. All right. Next tournament, Pocket, yeah, Pocket Rockets for the Kids, Halo CE, 3v3. In fourth place, we had uh, Vintex, and I'm going to go with Iron Man. And Sloshy. Third was Fizzy, uh, LD50, and it's Sloshy. So apparently there's two Sloshies in this tournament. Second went to Free Jester, uh, Young Bloods, and DM4Q. And first went to H1 Twisted, Vinny Mendoza, and Hurley. All right. And then one of the big ones that took place, the HCS Halo 5 Pro Series Season 4 Championship. Hell yeah. Um, a little bit more of a normal outcome, I'd say. <laughs> In fourth place, we had the KC Pioneers, Soul Snipe, Druck, Manny, and Tolik. Third went to Inconceivable, Bound, Saiyan, Boobadoobo, and Falcated. Second was Cloud9, Eco, Penguin, Renegade, and Stellar. And that leaves room for Sentinels at the top. If you don't know, it's Snakebite, Frosty, Royal 2, and Trippy. So, um, I, I was watching... Uh, what what series did I tune into? Sentinels were playing against uh, um, Spartans team, mm -hmm. and it was uh, went to a game five. Game I five, one. yep, and they ran away with it. You know, they oh, I think they almost staked dinner them. You know, it was it was it was kind of crazy. Who did I see get staked? I saw team one fifty to twenty nine. At that point, I was like, oh oh no. Forgot what matchup that was, but like, yeah, it, the outcome of this event 
Cloud9 had won the previous two pro tournaments leading into this season championship, okay? And I'm not going to say it was convincingly, but it was pretty good on their part to take down Sentinels twice in, in, in ways that we thought that they just weren't going to be able to do it, you know? Yeah. But once we talked about, once Cloud9 get rolling, it's really hard to stop a team like that caliber. But the fact that, frankly, I'm kind of surprised that Sentinels were able to win this one. I know we always have that never take, never like count them out of anything. But I thought Cloud9 were just going to be a little too hot going into this. But no, congratulations to Sentinels. They they were able to close things out. They they took um, three out of the four season championships. That's that's the thing about this roster or this team kind of mentality. It's they get to the big stage and they always deliver on the big stage. Like this was the championship. Sure, in the qualifier, basically the qualifiers and really, the running yep. up tournaments, they played very well. They were always in the top. And they just they get to the big the big tournament and they turn up turn on the Jets. It's it seems to happen every time. So, and they really did is what it felt like. All right. Then the the last tournament here was DJ Blue PDX Griffball Summer Series presented by DreamHack and powered by PlayGriffball.com. That is a mouthful, but here we go. That is this is the uh, this is the Halo Four tournament that took place. This is the one I just added. Oh, was this one you wanted to go? Over? No, go ahead. No, I added it. So like, I just want, if I didn't have it added by the time you got here, I gotcha. was going to read through it, but go ahead. This is all you. All right. In fourth place, we had the junkyard dogs. I wish it was still the Dukes, but you know, it is what it is. Third went to pass the salt. Second adventure awaits. And first the star blankets. So there you go. Um, do you mind if I run through the team names? I mean, the not the team names, but the players on the teams. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was, I was able. To, I just found it. So perfect. You you go for it. All right, sweet. We'll split this one up. Uh, the junkyard dogs. Yes, you're right. It's not the dukes. It fucking should be, like you said. Hey Brian, why the fuck isn't it the junkyard dukes? <laughs> Make them change your name now. Uh, Vicky says Griff Ball, like the dogs. Griff Ball is a. <laughs> Is a community-made game type. I know what she's doing. I'm just going to put it in layman's terms. Red versus Blue is an animated series. Oh, no. Well, now it's like an animated series. It's a machinima series from the franchise of Halo, created by uh, Rooster Teeth. And uh, this game type was created based off of that show. You're welcome, Vicky. Uh, Brian says, I'll let them know. You fucking better. So, the Junkyard Dogs included... Uh, not be forever. D clique, the alpha turtle and Imperator Romeo. Okay. Then we had past the salt, past the salt included door stopper, blood and Nick, Tommy Westside and Judacy or Judacy adventure awaits. Included Zarek, please. AJ DeJuice Main. Ah, uh, he's back. He's back. Priest XYZ and Gabe, please. And finally, we had the Star Blankets. These included Lil Skeller, 1926, 
Ace B Silent ND1, Y Lux, and Mistel 96. There are a couple names on there that I'd like to include on the worst gamer tags of the year list, but I mean, I won't. They weren't, I was able to read them, so they weren't that bad. You can't be too mad. Um, Vicky says she loves Rooster Teeth. She does. She watches a lot of their videos. Well, then you should watch Red vs. Blue, Vicky. I have them all on Blu ray. <laughs> I really she do. She likes their newer stuff. I don't know if Red maybe versus- she'd like the old shit. And this is like seasons one, like the beginning of Red vs. Blue is a very old, like oh. holy shit old. Um, hey, Brian, if you're still in the chat, can I ask you? Where's, is there a VOD for this tournament? She said, nah, I'm good. Wow. Thanks a lot, Vicky. You should watch it. The old seasons are good. Like the newer ones. I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched them. I haven't watched the newer seasons, so maybe they are good, but I don't know. You'll get that for me. Thanks. I appreciate that. I'd like to add it to the show notes, please. I appreciate you, Brian. Yo, shots wearing our merch. Check that out. Hey, look at that fucking face. The Master Chief face. What mask? That's the awesome. Fuck. It's oh my god. Love it. I got to do an all caps. Love it. All right. Back shall to we, the show. Shall we move on? I think we shall. Uh, Brian's gonna get us the vod for the Halo Four Griff Ball tournament that took place, and I'll add it to the show notes so you guys can go watch that. After the fact, Will, it's time for some regular news. A little Easter egg. This is by Patrick Wren. Okay. He worked on Halo. He said, there is a Halo cart racing for four player co-op with Mongeese in my mission evacuation. Winner gets heavy weapons at the end of the race. What? There is a Halo cart racing for four-player co-op with Mongeese in his mission evacuation. Winner gets heavy weapons at the end of the race. This was a this was an Easter egg that had never been found yet until that tweet was released. Yeah, I bet. Because Duquesne tweeted out, we found the Halo 5 Mongoose race Easter egg. This is like a day after, if that. Want to know how? Watch the video. Video is included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. That's crazy. It is fucking crazy. Halo the Master Chief Collection MCC patch notes for April 2021. This is by Halo Support. Season 6 Raven is out now. It includes new armors based on Fireteam Raven and Halo Online for Halo 3. New back accessory customizations for Halo 3. New animated visors for Halo 3. New animated nameplates. Back accessories? Yeah. So, like, you know the katana from, like, the Hayabusa armor in Halo 3? Now they added different shit. Mm. Got back bling now. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like Fortnite. Yep. And then, uh, and new tech suit colors. Because, okay. The animated visors are fucking cool. The animated nameplates are really fucking cool because they have a fire one. That's like, it's a fire. fire. It's on the fourth page of the pass. So I have to work my way to that because I really want that, obviously. Uh, Justin says, when we doing it? Backpats and axes and shit, they look great. They really do look good. Um, one of them is specifically tied to uh, a seasonal challenge that you have to complete. So there's that. Yeah. New weapon skins, vehicle skins, 
all that shit. Um, the exchange. Players can now use the exchange to spend season points and unique customizations from past seasons or limited time challenges. Visit the exchange from the main menu to see what's currently available. The new Halo 3 map. I'm going to put new in quotations because it's not new. Uh, Waterfall. Originally made for Halo Online, the map Waterfall is now available in Halo 3 Custom Games. Waterfall is a symmetrical map that supports all major game variants in Halo 3. Waterfall received significant updates after flight testing, but we would like to gather more data from players around performance or bugs so we can make sure Waterfall is ready to enter the regular rotation in matchmaking. So it is not in matchmaking right now. New game variant. Escalation Slayer. It's gun game. It'll be available in Reach, 4, and 2 Anniversary. Players can configure game settings to customize the experience and create unique variants. And if I'm not mistaken, it is the rotational playlist right now. And it'll be on a rotational schedule. So it'll not be available in matchmaking forever. Team changing and custom games. You can do that now. Mouse and keyboard support for Xbox. You can do that now. Secondary bindings for mouse and keyboard. You can do that now. Field of view, FOV, and crosshair position options for Xbox. The FOV and crosshair position options are now available on Xbox platforms, including 120 hertz supported devices. It works great. Expanded audio options. You can now choose game audio output device, voice chat input device, voice chat output device, voice chat threshold, and they'll override the Windows default settings. So there you go. Expanded accessibility options. Text-to-speech and speech-to-text can now be configured within the game. Now, narration can now be configured within the game. On Xbox, on PC, we'll continue to use the system-level Windows narration feature. You can disable background video is an entirely new option available on all platforms. And then per game, gameplay settings. Each game has its own unique settings. You can check out each game to see what they are. And there's other changes as well. A lot of bug fixes in there too. Uh, and apparently some more bugs have been introduced as people have been reporting. A lot of visual stuff. Kind of weird. But it is what it is. That's it for the regular news. COD. Another games watch. CDL roster. You know, fuck, I'll do it live. Roster media. Will, there's only one. Take it away. What do you got? Oh, yeah. Uh, looks like the LA Thieves are changing things up. They, this team is now Kenny, TJ, Holly, Venom, and Drazo. To be honest, I couldn't tell you who was on the team before. So this is... Slasher. Oh, yeah. Got replaced by Draza. And then Temp was replaced by Venom. Gotcha. If I'm not mistaken. So there's that. Only two original members remain. CDL Stage 2 Major, the results so far. In a big upset, round one, Toronto Ultra 3-1 Optic Chicago to send them into the loser's bracket and make a loser's bracket run. That was kind of weird. Not surprising at all, the Dallas Empire won 3-0 against the Subliners. Was wishing the Subliners came out a little bit more hot, but, you know, what are you going to do? The Atlanta phase, and not a shocker at all, 3-1 the Ultra to send them into the loser's bracket, and then... This is round two and winners, by the way. We'll get to losers in a second. But then we, the Rocker, faced off against the Dallas Empire. Yeah. Oh, boy, what a series this was. So I'll just say the big thing that happened. Control. Um, 
it was on raid, if I'm not mistaken. We lost the Dallas Empire with point one seconds on the clock. Zero point one seconds on the clock. We're able to get into the capture point because the capture point stops the timer from continuing mm-hmm. as long as you're continuing to cap it. Or if it's um contested. contested. So if it's contested or there's somebody in the point capturing it, the timer stops. They got in the point and killed us with 0.1 seconds remaining on the clock, and they won that game. And the series, 3-2. to two. There was also a flub. I mean, it did go to game five, round 11, and Priesta nated a catch. He stuck his own teammate on accident because they were, you know, they were both peaking corners, and they just lined up right at the right time. And then from there, it was, you know, Dallas collapsed on us and it was round over. So um, very, uh, yeah, dramatic fashion. Uh, we lost 3-2 in round 11 as well. So a couple flubs on the rocker part. But that makes me feel good. That You know, correct some mistakes, come back stronger. And then the winner's final was the Atlanta Fays going up against the Dallas Empire. And the Atlanta Fays were like, <laughs> no. And they 3 one them. In quick fashion. So, uh, Atlanta Fays are the first team in the grand final of this event. Yep. Let's go through elimination. Okay. The LA Gorillas got smoked by the Mutineers 3-0. That was kind of an upset because the Mutineers have been, they haven't been amazing, and LAG looked like that they were kind of picking up steam a little bit. Yeah. So, the fact that Florida were able to take that, good for them. And then the Paris Legion got smoked 3-0 against the LA Thieves. LA Thieves move on. Um, LA Thieves got to face off against both the teams across the pond. Uh, They beat the London Royal Ravens in a close 3-2 to move on to face off against the New York Subliners. The Seattle Surge, though, another team that, to be completely honest, you haven't been expecting a lot out of right now, but they have been picking up steam a little bit. They actually 3-1 to the Mutineers, and we're able to continue there. Optic Chicago, not being happy with getting 3-1 against the Toronto Ultra, came back and uh, 3-1 to the Seattle Surge. So we would eventually go up and face off against Optic Chicago once we got locked down to losers. And then the LA Thieves, unfortunate for the New York subliners, they just weren't able to, they just didn't play much this tournament realistically. They got 3 2 So LA Thieves move on to play against the Ultra in the elimination bracket. The Ultra really came back strong. Like really, really strong in a way that I was not expecting to have happen, especially against a team who has ran the absolute gauntlet through the losers bracket in the LA Thieves. The Toronto Ultra 3-0'd the LA Thieves. Just send them packing. Yeah, that was a shock to me, to be honest. The way the Thieves have been playing, and you know, you can't... If you look at Ultra, they've been... I mean, they 3-1 Chicago, and maybe that was catching Chicago off guard. Right. And they took a game off of Phase 2. Um, they beat... Yeah, they, they come down to losers, and they're like, nah, nah, we're we're going up against the Thieves. We're, we're taking this. And maybe it's because... You look at who they played against. Chicago and Phase. Some of the... Arguably two of the best teams in the league. Yes. 
Um, and maybe that practice, that you know, that level of competition allowed them to come down against the thieves and be able to make those plays, you know? That's I agree. And the thing that really weirded me was that that pickup of Draza was smart because they were playing really, really well. He was playing really, really well. And so the fact that this happened, it's like, okay, ultra, we see you, we see you. Uh, but a team that we didn't really want to see in terms of the rocker was optic Chicago because we played against them, but will you, you, uh, you put some foreshadowing in, in terms of players lining up because we, we needed our teammate on accident because things just lined up the way that was what happened in this round oh 11 S and D game five. Mm. All right. So was it attached or ac- it was accuracy? Wasn't it was it? accuracy that got yeah, the yeah. kills. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm trying to remember how the whole event unfolded. We were, were we attacking or defending? We were attacking. Uh, I can't. It was such, like I, the kills were such the highlight that I we don't remember. We were attacking, right? I don't remember. Anyway, I don't know either. Because if you think about it, they had site secure. Yeah. So, uh, didn't we win the hard point to open up the? Yes, we did. Hard point's getting better. It is. It is. So we needed. Go ahead. Anyway, game five, S and D, round eleven. Round eleven. <laughs> um, tournament lives on the line. For both teams. Yes. I believe it starts off Standy or Priesta. One of one of the two gets a kill and then they're they're quickly traded out. Yes. Another another one falls, so now it's three V two. Optic has three, we have Optic two. Optic has three, we have two. Um and the optic is I think by B site. I don't remember Moscow? Yeah, Moscow. Optic's by B site. And they're pushing up and Attach takes a gunfight with. Wait, wait, wait. Reverse. It was not three v two. It was. It was literally. Was it four v two? It was four v two. Yeah, I thought we were down by a lot. Um, I need to pull up the freaking names of the. I'm so. Who are you? Of Chicago. I know there's formal scump, envoy, and. Leith. We know. Jesus Christ. Dashy. No. Yeah, Dashy. Is it Dashy? Yes. He wanted out of Optic LA to be on the Huntsman. And then Optic Hex bought Optic Bat and he said, I want back on that. It's Dashy. I promise you. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I needed to see it. It's okay. I understand. So 4v2. Yes. Um, Rocker are basically holding two lanes past B site. Dashy pushes up on accuracy and accuracy gets the kill and no trade comes through because Dashy pushed way too far up away yeah. from his teammates. Um, the nade comes out from accuracy to prevent a further push. And this hits formal. Yes. Doesn't kill him, but hurts him at the same time. Uh, attach takes a gunfight with scump loses the gunfight, but gets him one shot. Now, this is my thought process. Formal and Skump were pushed up against the wall so that 
nothing else came through to take them out, right? Right. When you see the clip, if you go back and watch the clip, Formal's around the corner yep. trying to stay hidden so he doesn't get taken out. Right, because he's they're both technically close. Like, they're they're just a few bullets kills both of them at this yes, point. Yes, and he's, they're trying to prevent sight lines. Yeah, yeah, To prevent exactly. them from dying. I'm not sure what Envoy was doing or thinking in this moment. Maybe he was holding a different angle, but um, accuracy slides out in surprising fashion because he's basically challenging 3v1. Yes. He knows that Nate He's chawling. He's chawling, yeah. Fucking The only thing I can think of is he knew that Nate hit, and being down 3-1, he's got to get a kill to while he has the opportunity. Yes. But when he slides around the quarter... He starts firing and optics just lined up. The three players are literally in a straight line. Formal, um, Envoy, and Skump. So the first few bullets take out Formal and Skump because they're already one shot. And he just moves over the tiniest bit, takes out Envoy, and it's Rocker win. Rocker won. When they shouldn't have. And in in fairness, they shouldn't have won that. Sure, sure. But we did. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got a four on two. Your your chances are slim to none. Right. Especially when they have the sight. Wasn't it? Wasn't it 3v1 at the end of that? Yeah, yeah. And accuracy just pushed out at that perfect moment. Yeah, it was. It was. Because his teammate dies and he just goes. Yeah. Turns. Bah, 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 bah. Well, he may have gotten the call. That they're weak. That they're they're weak. He know he knows his nade hit formal. He knows that the gunfight just went on. Right. So we can at least try to get two and then maybe reset to take on Envoy. Yeah, but Envoy's just there. He's just there. And you gotta right there. And I think another thing is is often what you see in in or what I've seen from Call of Duty is the nade came out from accuracy. Yes. And he pushed. A lot of the times the nade comes out and they they're waiting for their health to come back. So yep. they don't push that angle. Yes. So they may have been thinking, okay, the nade came out here. He's going to wrap around and try to do something sneaky, but no, he just pushed it and they were all caught off guard. All of them. It was crazy. So after that took place, right? So let's, let's go through, we'll, we'll go through the controversy shortly. So we won three, two, we move on optic goes home. So our next match, is against the Toronto Ultra, who have l- just been on fire in their in the two matches that they dominated. This is a trap game for me. I feel like we could easily lose this. I do. Th- I as well, uh, because the Ultra they've proved that they're not to be fucked with, and they proved that they deserve to be here. Obviously, so you're right. If we if we don't put on the pressure and keep the pressure on, we could easily lose this. We have to play like we're playing Dallas. Yes, like it has to be. But then the funny part is, is that if we beat them, we play Dallas. Yeah. So, which great redemptive story. You think about it, if we come off that huge Chicago win, if we take out Ultra, if we take out Dallas, now we're against FaZe. Now, FaZe is another beast. They're another animal this year. But last year, we haven't played them much. Last year, we had their number. We, the funny thing is, we've had the number of the best teams in the league. Yeah, it's both it's, last year and this year it seems. It's funny that we lose to we lose to mutineers or mutineers. subliners or someone Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And then we the, a team now nothing against the other teams, it's just in their standings. Yeah. They it's it's weird that we would lose to those teams. And sometimes it's just strats, right? Like it so, is. Uh, uh you can you can be better at Crosshair placement and shooting, but if you're outplayed, you're outplayed, you know? Uh, Justin says, I really got to get into COD. It It is a fun – we don't even play 
very often, no. if at all. It's just, it's fun to watch because of all of the work that they put into it. And the fact that it's a city-based thing now, or like a, a state-based, whatever you want. Regional. Yeah, regional. So you have some, quote-unquote, skin in the game, right? So, I mean, there is, you you guys have uh, the Toronto Ultra, if you wanted a Canadian team to root for, right? Beth loves uh, Optic because she's always been an Optic fan. So she loves Optic Chicago, but she also likes the Minnesota Rocker. Um, and it's a, yeah, Will and I are from Minnesota, so we love the Rocker. It's, it's just, it really is entertaining to watch. The switch back to 4v4 has been great. I, I like it. I don't. Really? I like it a lot. It. <sighs> yes, there's 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 positives to it, and I know the pros like it. For me, things can go downhill too quick. Like a first blood, usually means the other team's gonna collapse on you and win. Sure. And, I just felt with fives there was too much going on. Well, you it, it's yes, I agree, but it also depends on what the game's made for. Exactly. You yeah. could make maps differently to cater to the 5v5. Agreed. And it just seems like there's not a lot of... It's it's rare that there's like a comeback opportunity yeah. in 4v4. Agreed. It's either you're dominating the game. Now, we have seen some crazy stuff, but that's not all really the top tier teams. The, I don't know. But see, there's been some really great matches in the in like the, the not-so-great teams too. Oh, yeah. So it's like... It, it's just... It's just great to have. Okay. I don't mean to throw shade at HCS right now because obviously they're working on something, but it, it's just great to have consistent stuff to tune into when it comes to esports in general. So, like CDL, uh, Valorant Challengers and Masters, right? Like it, Dota, League, whatever it may be. It's great to have consistency in esports. So you always have something that you know is coming up that you know that you can tune into. And the CDL is that for me. Like, you you know what their schedule is going to be. They release their schedule ahead of time for what the week's going to look like. And they have their majors lined up. It's And they, they all lead into the world championship. It's just, it's just great. Um, and Justin says, plus then I can come down to watch an event live. Fuck yes. Yeah, man. And he says, now nah, I'll root for Mini. The, so he's our, okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah, go Rocker, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, And then also... Justin, like when COVID wasn't a thing, the rocker were putting, it was like, you don't really see this very often, but the rocker were putting at uh, live watch events together too. Mm -hmm. So not even going to the event, but they would, they would rent out a bar and put it up on, put the game up on the big, on a big projector screen and everyone would go and hang out and watch. I went to a couple of those and it was really cool. See? So, and, uh, uh, midnight was there every time the rocker staff was there selling stuff, giving stuff away. So it just created this environment. It was, it was just really cool. Fuck yeah. So yeah, go rocker. Um, There's supposed to be a big open tourney before COVID, right? There was For supposed COD? to be, we were supposed to have another event in May yeah. last year, but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, because we had, I mean, we had the uh, opener the, the opener down. <laughs> they had it the in the bottom part, right? When the, for the first event. For the, the, the home opener, they had, like, the challengers down in the bottom part, and that was, like, an open challengers event. Yes. And I believe that was supposed to happen for the um, the the midseason as well. Okay. Like to have a midseason challengers sure. event down there. But, yes, uh, uh, Trevor does work for, for Rocker. Yes. And he does content creation. He does. 
I think, I think he's done tweets on the official rocker account. Yes, he has. I don't know if he did the one. Which one? The one that we're going to talk about soon. Oh. Not right now, though, because we have one more matchup to talk about. There's, so, so there is there is a um, there's a, a gif that the rocker have, and it was from the first home event where everyone's got the boomsticks and they're doing, let's yeah. go rocker. We're yeah. in that gif, and I, I pinpoint us out every time. Are we? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking dope. We were there. We were, we were at yep. the home event. Yeah, we were, we're in a couple of them. So well, we were sitting really close too. Yeah. Well, midnight came and sat like right behind us. Didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. A lot of the, the rocker staff were for right those, there. For those who don't know, midnight is the, I think her title is GM general manager of the Minnesota rocker. There you go. She's the one who uh, actually works with the players, signs them, gets them on the team. Hell yeah. Shout out to you midnight. Um, Justin says, miss that guy. Miss everyone. Can't wait to go on an event and get to uh, meet more people. IRL going to be sick. Uh, also, I'll tell you this, Justin, because I don't think I replied before, but uh, I talked to Natana and if, if we're all vaccinated and everything and everything's okay. And that infinite event does happen. We're going, we are officially going. So. Yup. And it's expect if that event is going to happen, expect tickets to sell immediately. That shit's going to sell out immediately. Oh yeah. So Justin, like I said, if that event is going to happen in what November, December is what if, we'd imagine. If, if we don't get like spectator tickets, we're putting up a team just to get just in. to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So me, you, Justin, and who else is on our team? Ooh, that's good. That's a tough one. Beth. I'm down. Beth, you want to be on our team? Yeah. Um, but no, if that event happens and we, we guesstimate November, December, because we expect the game to come out November sometime. Uh -huh. Um, all speculation, by the way, we have no idea. We don't have internal information. Uh, if the event happens and it's safe, we are going, it is. And we're, and we're able to get tickets. Then we are going absolutely hundred percent. So, all right. Last match though. Let's say we beat Dallas. Yeah. It's us against the phase. We face off against the phase. The only thing I can think we have going for us here is the fact that we've just played three games and we're we've warmed worked, up. We're warmed up. We've worked on whatever issues we've had. We've conquered that kind of feeling of, oh, we, we got eliminated by Dallas. Now we took them out. And it's a David versus it's like, Goliath it's like the, story. It's like the redemption story of the rocker, right? They, they have the crazy finish between um, between Chicago and them, and then they move on and kind of, if they sweep the rest of the, the losers bracket and win the grand finals, that would be nuts. Um, the thing that generally happens in normal sports, and I don't know if it, how it is in esports, but after a big comeback win like that, generally the team that had the big comeback win falls apart because yes. they focused too much on that. They, 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 they're, they're on an emotional high and they let that get in the way of competing they or, or, or being prepared properly. So this ultra game is going to tell us a lot. We're going to see if the rocker have the mental fortitude to push past ultra, especially after ultra has been playing so well, they really have so well in this tournament. And I think it's going to be an incredible day of games. I mean, you have rocker ultra. You have the whoever wins that against the Empire and then FaZe waiting in the distance for the grand finals. I mean, I don't think you could ask 
for a better situation here because you have teams. Look, Rocker made made the change with with Standy coming in, and they hadn't lost a series until they lost to Dallas. Right. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Siri was like Siri. Yeah, being um, a bitch. So, if we can continue, we have that like Rocker have the Cinderella story going on right now, they right? Yep. Switch to Standy, get first seed. We get eliminated early, but through some flubs, you know. That's another thing too. We got first seed. Yeah, because of how everything ha- happened with other teams. Yep, we got first seed in the major. So now we're battling through losers. Yes. Ultra also has the Cinderella story. Haven't been top of the top of the uh, standing so they far. They made a roster change too. Yep. So, so. they're they're on the upswing. Mm-hmm. And you have two of the, the biggest Goliaths in the CDL waiting. You have the reigning world champion yeah. in the Empire. And then you have probably the hottest young stars on the face. So this tournament is going to be insane. It yep. starts in 50 minutes. If anyone's interested, go check it out. Please do. The, the one thing I'll say is that I've seen, I want to know how much film the other teams have watched of us with Standy because I hope it's not enough. He's really a wild card, man. He is. He flies and, and goes in places you just don't expect a he, pro player to be. He was like Frosty at the beginning of Halo 5. A little bit, yeah. I mean, they are starting to catch him more often now. Sure. But when he does, it's, it, it's like the, he's a wild card in the sense where if his play works, it's he's popping off. If it doesn't, he's dying with a whimper, you know? So the thing that I've seen more now, and the thing that I hope the Rocker take advantage of, because it seems like they learned from their mistake when Dallas did this, is that... um. During our our 3-2 matchup against the Empire in the winner's bracket, which dropped us down, right? Yeah. Uh, there were a couple rounds of S&D that we lost where they, uh, the Empire would look like they're making a push towards one site. And reverse. And then they'd reverse and make you still think that they're going for that site. And, and it would catch us off guard. And the problem with that is because uh, you place... So in that instance, if you think a team's going A, you place three around A site and one to watch mid-map or the other site. Yes. So when they wrap back, that person in mid or on the other site gets caught out, and then the whole other team has to rotate. Yep. So, excuse me. Sorry. We got fucked by that because the Dallas were able to really just take us for a ride, and it's like, well, we don't know what the fuck is going on. During our Chicago matchup, they tried the same thing and we, and we learned from it. So uh, I'm really hoping that we take advantage of that because I can see if we win against the ultra, I can see Dallas doing the same thing again. The thing that map we played against Dallas to Miami. I hate that map for S and D. Well, it, it was, it was on raid too. raid is what fucked us as well. Raid. Yes. Um, but Miami, man, we won Miami, which I was happy for, but yeah. it's such a weird, I mean, you look at the map overall, it's smart that there's one B site that is small, tight alleyways, and the A site's wide open, yes. right? You have your different play styles. Mm-hmm. But in a competitive sense, though. Yeah, well, you the mid-map, you can watch a lot of the map. Too, you too really much, can. Too much, in my opinion. And they're coming out with a light version of that map, a day version. Which is going to be ridiculous, because you'll be able to see... You'll literally see everything. I'm surprised that they're able to see whatever the fuck they're able to see anyway. Right. These pro players be on something else. It's crazy. Like, 
along the shoreline, it's insane. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a light map, I don't know. The other thing I've been missing from CDL. Yeah. For Justin. This is for Justin. He asked me to show off the podcast evolved shirt. Sorry, listeners, you're not gonna be able to see it. Go go watch the VOD. Podcast evolved, your home for Halo. Yes, 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 yes. It is a very nice shirt. It's black on black. I like it a lot. Yep. Comfy yeah. too. Comfy too. <laughs> so yeah, the other thing I was saying from this season of COD or this year, the snipes aren't there. They're not. It's they're because, really not. Um, they're not at all. I think it's a GA because it's too easy to snipe in a Treyarch game. Yeah. Are they one shot, one kill? Oh yeah. Most of them. I think so. Okay. And then you look at the maps too. Because we saw in Modern Warfare uh, body shots happening, so... We saw hit markers happening with snipes, so. Yeah, so I just, I miss the big snipe plays, right? Mm-hmm. That's something you lose probably going from 5v5 to 4v4. You don't have that anchor to sit back more. Was the map in Modern Warfare called Tram? Was that what that was? Or I, I don't remember. I forgot the name of it, but uh, where the rafters were and whatnot, or like you, you, like people would go through the shops and what? Oh, Piccadilly. Piccadilly, that's it. Thank you. And the rafters, like we saw setups with snipe on that and just, the, the amount of adrenaline and the amount of energy that would happen in a live environment and like online anyway, when you see those snipes happen, you're like, holy fucking shit, that was awesome. And you're right. We don't have that now at all. Yeah. It's crazy. It, well, if you look too, you can, I mean, it doesn't make sense because you can AR someone across map in Black Ops. Yeah. Or oh, we've seen that, especially in Miami. So yeah, that's, I mean, I love the competition. I love the excitement, but those are the kind of the couple things that have been like, irking me about cold war lately. Cause like, so you want five V five back and you want snipers back. I'm not, I don't necessarily need five V five back, but I would like to see some snipe plays again. I would like to see maps maybe designed. Cause we, we have a bunch, we have old maps coming back, right? Raid. And um, I, I get it's a fan favorite, but you get kind of tired of seeing the same stuff. I would like something new. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm glad that I'm really glad. And I hope, we've talked about this with infinite and speculation as well, is that with stage two, they rotated maps out and rotated different maps in. So it just, it adds more of a, you have to be on your toes the entire time. You have to learn new strategies. You have to be prepared. Like that's, that's the type of shit that I hope we get when infinite releases, depending upon the size of the map pool, obviously, but it's just, that's really cool to see is that they can bring things in like that and really shake things up for the next stage of the CDL. Yeah. Um, right. Justin says, I'm excited for battlefield. Might try and get into that hard when it drops. Uh, yeah. Battlefield has been really miss for me lately. I think the last hit for me with battlefield was three because four was a fucking disaster on launch. Battlefield one was just not it. I like what they tried with one. It just didn't execute. No, it, 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 I love the large scale warfare. I think that's really cool. But in a world war one setting, when the guns are absolute ass and the snipers are just overpowered as shit and the maps are just too open, which is a sniper's paradise. Well, that's what world war one was, was right, but trench it's, warfare it, it where... just doesn't translate well to me in terms of a battlefield game. Sure. It just felt like you're catering to one type of gameplay style. And then the vehicles, because the maps are so open, it's like you just have a heyday. Yeah, if you got in a tank and we're watching people run across the field, 
Right. And that's, that's why I like battlefield three and to an extent four when I played more of it, when things were fixed up a little bit is that because of a more modern setting vehicles don't have everywhere that they can go, but you still have the destructibility of a battlefield game. So you can make ways to go, but it, it makes it so there's more of a dynamic between the combat styles and then battlefield five. Not for me. I'll just say that. Not for me. So. Um, even moving in and out of game types for, for Halo Infinite, I think is what Justin's talking about. He says, I'd love to see Roaming King competitive. Would that work in a competitive sense? Or is that too... I guess random's not the really word I'm looking for here, but... I don't know. I guess it could work. It'd be weird to see. Be cool to try because you know, you know where it's going. So like in a King of the Hill sense, you know where the next hill is going to spawn. And then in a roaming King spot, it literally roams. So you know exactly where it's going. You know the path. Yeah. And I mean, if there's spots that are hard to hold, then you just wait for the, like you get out of the hill, let the enemy team try to push for like hold like basically set up for where the next spot is going to be that you can get in. Exactly. I mean, it could work. It could work. And they we just... see that happen with traditional King of the Hill anyway. Mm-hmm. And then with oddball, the reason why I wasn't going to say the word random is because with oddball, you have no idea where the ball carrier is going to go. So it's like, yeah, I, why the fuck not? Um, Justin says you can set up ambushes. That'd be really cool to see. Why not? Fuck it. Who knows if Roman King's even going to return though? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the community made game type, so it very well could. Who knows? Okay, so when's trash talk too much? Okay. So after our series with the Rocker, I mean with Optic Chicago, the Minnesota Rocker account tweeted, it's it's been deleted, but they tweeted out, we are witnessing a breakdown, hashtag brick by brick. That's Optic Gaming's hashtag. Mm-hmm. And it includes player cams of everyone just with their hands in their face. I mean, their face in their hands, right? Dashy's not even on cam. Envoy's got his arms up above his head. Like Formal's got it. Yeah, his his Formal's going like this, and Scum's just like this. Yeah. So the Minnesota Rocker tweeted out after that. Uh, after our match today, we posted a tweet that was out of line. We have deleted the tweet and apologized to the players from Optic Chicago. GGS, and then added all the players. So Dinashawn tweeted out, like quote tweeted that with the original tweet that had since been deleted and said, what the fuck has happened to call of duty spirit, man? Chris Puckett replied with, I'm with Sean. Cod ain't soft skump of optic Chicago posted tweeting a picture of our heads in our hands. Come on immediately after a heartbreaking loss. That's whack. Trash talk is whatever. This ain't it. Puckett replied with remote competition is tough but I've seen you take and dish way worse for over a decade. And Scump said, agreed. It's between the players though. And we fist bump and say, GG, this is a kick in the chest. So will we mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit before we started recording the show, mm-hmm. but I'll ask you, is this too much? Or do you feel like this is in line with what should happen or what can happen? I don't think it's too much. Agreed. I mean, There's a whole debate going on right now over this kind of, is it 
too much. A lot of people are saying, you know, oh, Chicago's being too soft. And it does. It, I feel like they are. And you, I'm not saying that as a, as a rocker fan because we won. I'm saying I just feel like they are. Yeah. And you, you mentioned that this wouldn't have even been a thing if Scump didn't, like Scump's making it a bigger thing than it needs to be with his, yes. with, with his replies. If you see it on timeline, like, oh yeah, they, they you know, they're cause every team posts something after they win or lose. Right. They post like a graphic and say, order the next one or something like that. Yeah. Just to show the series, how it happened. But this was, this was fun to me. This was fun to me. And I bet, I bet if any other org did it, who gives a shit? Uh, Phantom Snake says players say worst thing in comms. Yeah, it's fist bump and GGs, but they say worst things in person. This was a tweet. Yeah, I mean, who cares? This is what I, this is what I told Will before we started recording. When I saw, because I didn't even see the initial tweet before it was deleted. But if I had seen the initial tweet, right, I'd have been like, oh, that's funny, and then I would have moved on. Like that's, that's how I look at Twitter, right? I, I view a tweet, I move on and that's the end of it. But like you said, the fact that Scump made a bigger deal about it, now it's become a thing. It never had to be a thing at all. If it was just the rocker putting out a tweet and people scroll, like see it, scroll past it, that's the end of it, right? Maybe there's a little banter back and forth like, yeah, fuck you, that was a great series, we're better than you, blah, blah, blah. And then Optic Chicago fans could be like, we fucking got your ass next time, just wait, right? That would have been it. But then, Scump whines like a bitch, and then this happens. The Rocker have to delete their tweet. Like, I just, it's a fucking tweet. Was it the org's Twitter? Sure. But come on. We remember, rem, Will, remember the opener last year? And Gary V and Hex were on the table. Yeah. And there was shit talking back and forth? They're, they're, How is that different than a fucking tweet? That's org owner against org owner. What's the difference? There isn't one. Who gives a shit? Like, I just don't, I don't understand the, the blowing out of proportions that this bullshit led to. It's, it's insane. I, I'll say this and I don't care. I'm a, I, I'm a guy. I'm a fucking random dude on the internet. I don't give a shit. I'll just say this skump. If it was you who bitched and got this tweet deleted, you'll probably never see this. It's fine. And I bet you're a great guy. It's like, but come on, man, really? And if it wasn't you, I apologize. I didn't mean to direct that at you. Well, it was probably the, you got to look at it from the rockers point of view too. The, the, you know, the, the dust got kicked up around the tweet and they're probably like, let's just be safe. Get rid of it. Apologize. I mean, sure. You know what I mean, it's just, it just boggles my mind though, that like, I get it that it's a professional league and like, I've seen some shit that happens with overwatch players. If they do something quote unquote wrong, like I think it one, I think it one like flipped off a camera and got fined for it or oh, some yeah. shit. And I'm like, come on, really? Like I get we're trying to be professional here, but you, but again, professional sports, right? In the heat of the moment, in the cameras on you, or the mics on you, you might say or do, or you might say or like do some shit. Who cares? It's in the heat of as long as it's not racist or misogynistic or homophobic or anything like that. But like, if you're just in the heat of the moment, you look across the guy and you're like, hey, fuck you. They're like, yeah, fuck you. It's who cares? So the the point, I mean, you're, you're talking player to player though. The point with this is that it wasn't org 
to the players. But then I go back to the Gary V Hex thing that was on the table. Yeah. And that was live. And Gary V swore. He used a curse word. Oh no. <laughs> but, uh, so Justin says, Will and I are coming from hockey where 50% of the culture is chirping. People got to get in their kitchen, make them off balance. Go look at NHL Twitter. It's all chirping people and other teams. And we want, we want esports to be more like more and more like traditional sports in terms of viewership, sponsorships, stuff like that. But yet get real upset about an organization tweeting out and funny. I might add, it wasn't mean. Like it was, it wasn't, it was meant to be like a pun, right? Yes. It wasn't degrading, right? We know the rocker knows that optic are a great fucking team. They have phenomenal. They have world championship players on their roster. But when we win a really fucking close three V two, right? I mean, a three V one in a three, two matchup, we can't say anything. That's not allowed. Sorry guys. Holy shit. I just don't, I don't understand, you know, but fuck it. We'll see them again and may, they might beat us, but I'll say this. If they beat us next time, better not see any tweets from the optic Chicago account. I uh, know I'm, I'm, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm scrolling optic Twitter to see if they ever tweeted anything that might be um, harmful to other players. Like there's live gameplay on here of formal killing a three piece that, that uh, I take offense to that because formal's killing our players and their org tweeted that like, you know, you know what I that mean? That was the Seattle surge though. Uh, no, I th- feel for the Seattle surge players. Nope, there's one up here for, uh, during that, uh, during that, but it's in game. Will. it's the players doing it, but the org's tweeting it. Oh, uh, I don't like God. it. I don't like it. That's so disrespectful. I want it removed. I don't think it should be on their Twitter. There's they're being, they're being so pathetic right now. This isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the type of shit, right? It's the, it's the penniness. I, I, like I said, and like we said, it wouldn't have mattered if nothing was said. It's like, it's like the politicians who get really upset and want a tweet or a picture removed from the internet. Guess what? It's never really gone. (laughs) Once it's on the internet, it's there forever. I bet. There's tons of screenshots of that tweet. I mean, we literally saw one. Yeah, yeah. So it's it it'll forever exist. It is what it is. Move the fuck on. Oh my god, grow up, people. You know, it's it's crazy too because you have all these respected esports people chiming in on this, being like, like this. What happened to the Call of Duty spirit? I'm with Sean. Cod ain't soft. You know, you have that's Dinah Sean Puckett. Puckett's been around forever. Yeah, like he, like he's like, dude, this is the way that it is. Like, yeah, what are you yeah, fucking? He even says about? you've done worse to people. You've said worse to people on stage in a live environment, right? Like, and then Scump's like, well, that's player to player. No, you're, he, what? I, I mean, I think Scump's just fucking butt hurt at this point. You lost. Yep. Badly, in that three v one. You're like you're so, phenomenal and a world championship talent. Yeah, I, I think, but in that circumstance, you just lost. Yep. There's always the next major. So, so now I can't wait for all the shit. Like Scump making a bigger thing out of this. Oh, if we lose them next time? No, not, not that. Not oh, that. We do like, know. just wait until, like, 
Next time Optic plays, open the YouTube chat. Just do it and watch all the people that are going to be calling them soft or weak or because they've they've they made it worse for themselves for for going to this. Yes, through this. Yes, all uh, just it just needed to be, it just needed to be a tweet that existed, and people look at it, laugh, Move scroll on. by. Yeah. That's it. That's literally all it would have been if nobody said anything. That's it. Phantom Snake says, sad thing is that Scump is so influential that anyone that matters in COD sided with his point of view. Yeah. Yes and no. Uh, Justin said he just retweeted the best chirp from the New Jersey Devils. You going to find it? You find it. Uh, all right, that's it for that part. Now let's the last part of Cotton Other Games Watch. E3 2021 information. This is by E3. You're in control. The Electronic Entertainment Expo begins June 12th. E3 2021 is embracing the future and showcasing the video game industry with an all virtual event that will engage everyone everywhere. With live press conferences and a four-day-long video stream, E3 2021's virtual format gives you unprecedented access to the premier video game industry event. And in 2021, E3 is coming to you. This year's event will be reimagined and hyper-engaged digital experience, paving the way for so much more in 2022 and beyond. Oh, there's no weight on there. Yeah, so the dude... The New Jersey Devils tweeted at I'm who is this? Oh it doesn't ah, got deleted. So whoever this was on Twitter, probably another NHL player. Probably. So they say your tweets hold as much weight as you do, and it's literally the guy bench pressing with no weight. With no weight on, on, on the, the bar. bar. Shout out to hockey, man. So yeah. shout out to the NHL. For keeping it real and not soft. There you go. Like optic. Um, I don't know. Maybe do you? Maybe we're out of line. Maybe that isn't the thinking, but it. Maybe we are. We very well could be. But I don't know. It just feels weird. It just feels like it really does. The fact that one tweet was blown so far out of proportions that since it's not the players saying it, it's not allowed. Will, that's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Another game's too. I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to do this because my heart hurts because of the first COVID shot. Uh, you're good. I am. We're doing all right. Will, what'd you play over the last week? Um, Played some Rainbow Six Siege. I saw you were playing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joey has a couple friends from work that were playing, and I hopped on with them. Um, It's... It's fun. It's tough because, like, I will be on, like, a – I haven't played in a while, right? So there's a bunch of operators. We'll be on a map, and they'll be like, they're so-and-so's coming through over here. I'm like, we're like, oh, what does he do? Like, trying to figure out what abilities he has. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, it's been interesting. I've just been relying on my gunplay. I've been playing uh, a lot of Legion. So what he has little, like – they call them goos. Goose, yeah, they're basically like little spike traps, right? You throw it out; it's invisible to the enemy, and it like it sits on the it sits on the floor. And when they step on it, they get poisoned and they take damage until they remove it. I I remember this. So, um, yeah, I'll just sit in a hallway, throw my goose in in entry areas, and like I can see when one goes off. So as soon as one goes off, I'll peek the corner, peek it or push or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, I'm still not great. When we play, you can tell when we play against 
better people. Um, but yeah, it was just fun to get on that again. Something different, you know? Yeah. Getting back in the groove. Yeah. And then uh, Valorant. Played a lot of Valorant. What? Yeah. The hotness. The hotness. Uh, played last night with Joe. Then after Joe got off, I joined Silas's four stack, so we made five. That's awesome. Played three or four games. That game um, is just amazing. My sleep schedule has been screwed lately, so I was up to like 3 a.m. Holy fuck. Yeah. We went to bed at like 10, 10, 30 last night. It was wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but 3 a.m.? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was up till like 2.30 playing, and then... Oh, my God. Um, I would have been dead. Yeah. Yep. Well, so the night, Friday night, right? I yes. got my first shot, my first vaccine Friday night or Friday morning. By the end, by Friday night, like I went to bed at like eight o'clock. I fell asleep at like eight, 8 p.m. On, on Friday and I slept until like 11 the next day. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, my sleep schedule is screwed. So that's why I was up so late. Okay. So we'll see if, uh, yeah, Vicky's not happy. I can only imagine why. <laughs> Guys are in the same fucking room too. So yeah, that's why. Um, that's all I played. All right. What about yourself, Josh? Well, let's catch up on chat because Justin says he chirped them. Then they tweeted him back. He said he wouldn't delete any of his tweets, then deleted his whole account from the guy who chirped at the New I, Jersey Devils. Yeah. Um, he said, not an NHL player, just a random guy. We well, got fucking destroyed. What's up, Bobski? Welcome back. It's good to see you. Um, I've been playing a ton of Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing, and Classic Doom was on sale on the Switch, so that's fun as hell to still play. Fuck yeah, Justin. That's awesome. <laughs> he said that it's fun didn't sound genuine for Rainbow Six. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, is like when you run into the sweats, you run into the sweats, and then it becomes not fun. But, you, you, you know, you still... You still get the enjoyment of trying and yes. like, I forgot how fun it is to like bust open a wall and quick peek and get a headshot. You know, and that is that one, that game is, you know, one bullet to the head kills you. And you played that game a lot I did. initially. Yeah. Yeah. When it first came out, it was, um, it was too much. Bobsy says, dude, that New Jersey devil suite was gold. I liked it when you showed it to us. That was yeah. fucking funny. See, that's, we need more of that. We need more of that. Now, for what it's worth, that wasn't a tweet at a player, <laughs> so, but they did destroy that whole man's career. So that man came at them though first. Oh yeah. Then, they're yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck you, bro. What are you talking about? I love how they, they probably went and scroll, like they scrubbed through either his photos or his Instagram, found that picture. It was like, we're about to end this whole man's career. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Um, so I played some MCC. Because the, the season came out, so I just completed some campaign challenges to get some points. It's like I said, the 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 fire animated nameplate is in like the fourth screen of the pass. So I want to yep. get that because that's cool. My whole mantra, you know? Yeah. Uh, I played some Valorant as well. Played a little bit during the, the Money Tuesday event because um, I got a new mouse. So I've just been trying things out with that. Um, and then... The power went out, so that didn't really work so well anymore. And then the thing I included for TV here is that, so I'm sorry I didn't participate in the community play date on Friday. It's been a long and 
stressful couple last couple weeks. So I just wanted to take the night to just take my mind off everything and just relax. So instead I binge watched all four episodes that are out right now of the Falcon and the winter soldier. And, uh, will you said you've not, you're not caught up. Nope. I still need to watch the fourth episode. I'm not going to say anything other than I like it a lot. Surprisingly, I like it a lot. Now this is coming from somebody whose favorite Marvel film is Captain America winter soldier. So I'm like, this is fits right. My goddamn yeah. wheelhouse this is great. Um, but no, that fourth episode is th- that have, show goes places that I wasn't expecting a Marvel show to go. Have you seen, so in the, I've seen the third episode. So if you haven't seen the third episode, kind of spoilers. Okay. So spoiler warning, but you've been warned. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it vague enough. So, you know, in the third episode, there's the three of them yes. and they go to the club. Yep. And the, the, the one extra guy that they is like dancing in the club. Yeah. There's been so many memes and videos great. of different songs did and him see, just like vibing. Did you see the, uh, so Marvel put out the, the, the director of that episode, they put out that director's cut of, oh, yeah. of him dancing. Oh. Cause it's longer than that scene is beautiful. It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, Justin said, dude, it's such a good show. It really fucking is. Um, you fell asleep playing animal crossing. Oh my God. Bobski says, I wish sports teams would act more like Wendy's Twitter. There's so many trolls. See the, Wend- the, the Wendy's, Wendy's Twitter is amazing. Yep. And they, that's, that's why I love that Twitter account too, because they also, they have a roast me day. One day a year. Wendy's tweets out, Hey, let us know. Like, if you want us to roast you, let us know. And they'll, they'll like send us a pic and say, roast me or whatever. And the Wendy's Twitter account will roast every person based off the picture they submit. Yeah. I'm like, that's, it's rad. Like if they are not paying that person enough money, they're just not whoever runs the Wendy's Twitter account or a group of people, you deserve more. Um, goalie says without spoiling it, uh, without spoilers, I'll just say Sebastian stands acting is next level. Good. The emotions I felt in that one scene, Josh knows the one, um, do I know the one? I don't know if I know the one. Obviously, it's from episode four, if that's yeah, what yeah, he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to just gonna leave that alone. Maybe I do. I think I do. All I know is that there's somebody I really, really hope dies in this show. <laughs> like, really hopes he just fucking gets destroyed in this show. That's all I'll say. I just really hope he does. Um, and that's based off of episode four. But yeah, that's, I, I literally, I, I guess I could include the Elder Scrolls online in this list, but I only played for a very short amount of time. So that's that. But Will, that's, that's that. Let's get into some uh, sh- shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. If you guys joined and played together on Friday night, awesome. Good. Um, I'll just say this. The plan is to probably do MCC matchmaking on Friday this week. I do plan to be there. The new season did come out. I want to try to unlock some stuff. So there's that. 
Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Shout out to Rage with the nine-month resub and FSG Harvest with a follow. Thank you guys very much. Greatly appreciate it. Is that Onyx badge for nine months? Is that where we where that marker is? Yes. Because, yeah, it's, it's like one month, three, six, nine, twelve. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So I think you're right. Onyx is... Yeah, because we don't have a champion one. We have the Onyx, and then we have like the... It's like red and blue. The special one, yeah. Uh, Brian says, we'll try to be there Friday. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Happy belated birthday to Dragonite. Happy birthday to you, sir. Hope it is a great one. Love you. And yes, we know we need to have you on the show. Congratulations to Golden Boy on joining the revamped, the reimagined G4. Congratulations to you, sir. I think that's phenomenal. Always loved watching G4 back in the day. And then I wanted to do like a personal shout out here for us. Um, We just recently finished our March interview madness interview series where we basically did an interview a week for the entire month of March. Those included Martin Ohms from GT Halo, Why Not Be Reckless, Um Uncoming Caster, Shyway Caster, Content Creator, and Louis V. Titan of LVT Productions. So please, if you haven't already, go check out all those interviews that we have. They're on all podcast services and they're on our YouTube channel. They are all there. And then also, Rage is in the chat. We need to get him and DJ Blue on the show as well to talk about the Play Griffball series that's happening. Um, So we have more things coming down the pipeline. Exciting stuff. For our interviews, I think we should get a playlist in, like, because you can make a a playlist playlist? in YouTube. Get all the interviews we've done in one playlist. I'm good with that. That'd be, yeah. Do we include that, the, the, the other one? I don't know. I don't know either. I liked it. It was good, but it was lies. There's a lot of controversy in that one. Yeah, I'll leave that one out. Yeah, I'll probably leave it out. It's not a bad idea. Doesn't need to be brought up anymore. I won't delete it though. No, it's there. It's there if people want to see it. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 101 by High Tech Redneck. Uh, big congratulations, guys. We get claps in the chat. Big congratulations to Beth on reaching 100 episodes of her Clips of the Week series. Big fucking ups to her. That's awesome. Um, Justin says, just started the Shyway episode. I'm catching up. They've been amazing. Glad you've been liking them, man. Um, I love doing them. I think that they, they were great. It's been so, it's been so long since we've done an interview on the show. And we talked about during our anniversary show that we were going to do more. Yeah. We never did because things just haven't worked out. We never reached out to people. And so there's that, but we have a good setup now. I think we have, we have a potential solution to fix the discord green flashing shit. Yeah. I'm just, I I love the ones that we're doing now. We, we try to peel back the curtain on who the person is themselves and it's just good to have a chat. There's a direct chat one-on-one with them. Um, yeah, we hope you guys have been enjoying them. It's been really fun to do. Justin says, go Beth. I only made 40 days in a row before I became completely haloed out. Maybe I'll jump back on, but Halo just don't scratch that gaming itch for me right now. That's why I'm playing Valorant. Because Halo has not been scratching my itch either. I love talking about it. I love watching it. It's just from a playing perspective, it just hasn't been there. Because we just don't have anything new. So yeah, I go, I go through swings with halo, man. It's like, there's times where I'm down for, yeah, get on for 
you know, it seems like a couple of weeks straight, like all I want to do is Halo, but then right. yeah, you get burnt out pretty quick. Exactly. And so I'm I'm loving the new the new competition, the new solace that I found in playing Valorant with you and the guys. It's I tell I tell Natana, uh because I said I said that I want to play tonight with you guys, yeah. you know? And and she goes, We know this is like last night or something. She goes, No, you're not, because I, I mentioned about playing tonight. I mean, tonight isn't last night. I'm like, no, Natana. Um, uh, this would be tomorrow. She's like, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like playing Val with the boys. <laughs> like that's that's what I tell her. That's what I tell her playing Val with the boys. Nice. It's just it's it's just a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and I can't I can't fucking wait for Infinite, obviously. And when Infinite comes out, that's gonna be laser focus. Justin says Doom is your shit right now. I still need to beat Eternal. I still do. I've heard the DLC is pretty good too. This the second part I've heard is really good. Um, then we have the playing to win podcast episode featuring action man. Go ahead and check that out. Give a little bit of an insight into Aaron's life. Um, and he's been through a lot of shit. So go watch that. And then finally something pretty fucking bonkers. Halo reach firefight evolved teaser trailer. This is an MCC reach firefight mod. This is by the vengeful, uh, the vengeful Vadam. Watch that video. Firefight got fucking crazy. Like there's a, there's a Pelican drop in sequence. When you start the game, you can like call in drops, like with extra Spartans to come help you fight new weapons, whole bunch of shit. It's fucking crazy. So great job. Great fucking job. Very excited for that. That's it for the community creations for the week. And therefore, that does it for me. Will, I'm going to go grab the uninspirational quotes for the after show, so stay tuned for that. While I do that, would you mind plugging the show? As always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HES Pro Talk. We're on Podbean, Search, or Spotify, iTunes, all the other places as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Please, if you can, join the Discord Lots of conversations going on over there. Um, we'll often throw out ideas for the show or just random things. Look for your feedback on Discord. So if you can, highly recommend the Discord. Uh, link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. So go below the show, wherever you're listening. Click on that Google Drive link or, or Docs link, whatever it is, whatever Josh puts it at. It'll bring you to the whole show notes. Scroll to the bottom, Discord link's down there. Josh looks like he has something to say. Keep going. I haven't gotten there yet. So okay. go for it. Join the Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HTS Pro Talk. You can uh, find us on social. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Find us on Twitch. Where we're live streaming right now as we record. Well, I want you to do me a favor real quick. Yeah. Open up a new tab. A new tab. Yep. Go to YouTube.com forward slash HCS Pro Talk. Would help if I could type. Going, loading, thinking. We're there. If you go to youtube.com forward slash HCS Pro Talk, we have the channel name now. Oh, we do. So it'll bring you right to it, which is pretty fucking cool. We've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that. You have to have a certain amount of subs and everything before you're able to have a custom URL. So we finally have a custom URL. So now you know exactly where to go if you want to find the YouTube channel. 
for all of the live VODs. Sir. And interview VODs. So check them out. All right. Like I said, you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash HTS Pro Talk. We are, uh, we have our own eSportspedia page that happened. Go check that out. I don't know if it's updated. Probably not. I've been contemplating just removing it, to be honest. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, and find us on HSProTalk.com. Links to everything you need. Merch? Yes, we got it. What? What about Noob Combo? Do they? Oh, wait, never mind. All right. And then, of course, if you're looking for anything lore-related, missions, books, blocks, you, know, you want, want to know about them, the mega blocks. The mega blocks. And more Halo news. Check out HaloPodcast.com where you can find Podcast Evolves, well, Podcast Evolves show, Mission Debrief, Book Club, Builds with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. Go check them out. Which has been added in a replacement for the other one that we had there because that's not there anymore. So we'll do it. Go. Will, now. did you know? Go check them out. <laughs> they have merch. <laughs> Unlike Maddie. Will, where do you go? Uh, Halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo? Th- there it is. <laughs> What, what a, a what a fucking tagline that, that is, is. Oh, man! God, it's even on the shirt. Yeah, on point. Branding on point. Uh, yeah, right there, right on Josh's shirt. In a vertical line. Yep. People be looking you up and down. Like, what's that? It's your own for Halo, bitch. <laughs> Josh, send us off. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 178 of HTS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. You know, if you're watching live, you can stay tuned to the after show. We have some uninspirational quotes, and I may have a joke or two. We'll see. Talk about what else is going on in the day. If you want to hang out and chat, you can talk to us. Um, other than that, we'll be back next week to talk about some more shit. Who knows what's going to happen after this uh, HCS, 5, uh, HCS Halo 5 Pro Series has now come to a close. Yep. But I titled this episode, Will. Um, I think I said the Halo Community Takeover or something like that. Because if we don't have anything else that's happening in terms of official HCS put on events until infinite releases, then if you guys haven't already gathered from the years that we've been doing this show, a lot of our emphasis is on the community run events that are taking place. And guess what? They don't stop. They're going to continue and continue to go. You have so many things that are happening in the community, whether you like SWAT, Griffball, FFA, HCS settings, fucking mini games, whatever you're interested in, there is always something going on in the space. So please stay tuned to the show. We got so much more that's going to be happening, especially leading up to and including infinite. You don't want to go anywhere. So again, that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. We're going to talk about some more shit, but until then,